Hey, good morning everyone. Welcome to our online Sunday morning service here at Anchor Point. My name is Josh. If I have not met you, I would love to meet you sometime soon. If you guys are looking uh, for a way to gather physically again, we are having Sunday morning services at the Circle Theatre at 9am and 10am. Check out our website, I think it's apalliston.com, to uh, sign up for those meetings. We'd love to see you guys in person. Uh, we host one at 9am and 10am. It's a great time of worship and prayer. Uh, we've been really enjoying those times and they've been super encouraging to everyone who's been showing up. So we'd love to see you guys there. For all those that have been giving still throughout COVID and all this online stuff, we just want to say thank you for your generosity, for your desire to love God and love His church. Um, if you're looking for ways to give, uh, you can give at an e-transfer at giving at apalliston.com. So I hope you guys are blessed this morning by this service. Please come out in person. We'd love to see one another again as you get more comfortable or are looking for a way, um, yeah, just to see someone and to be encouraged. So we love you guys and uh, enjoy this morning's service. Bye for now. Hey, everybody. Welcome to this week's message. I'm Scott Shagwerda. I'm going to be teaching on Psalm 1 today. And I... Uh, I hope that it goes well. Um, a couple of weeks ago, Tom asked me if I'd uh, be willing to share what I've been learning through on uh, and and specifically about Psalm One. And I said absolutely. Um, maybe I didn't say absolutely. Maybe I said, "Give me a second. Let me think about it. I'll talk to you." Uh, and all of those up and above. What, well, what am I going to say? What am I going to do? But yes, of course I'm going to do it. Because it's good to get out of your comfort zone sometimes. To realize that God's working through each and, one of, each and every one of us. And that it's not just the leaders or the people that we hold at a super high regard that say like, wow, like they can do listen how they pray or or listen look at look at their messages or how they talk they're amazing but god wants to use us too and so i said yes and in that i do ask for your grace as i may stumble through some things i may get lost public speaking isn't my forte cutting trees Maybe a little bit more in my forte, but uh, anyways, I just ask for your, your grace in this, and uh, so I'm going to pray, and we'll read Psalm 1, and we'll get into it. Dear God, thank you that we can get to know you better through reading your word. Thank you that you sent your son to reunite us with you through dying on the cross for our sins. And thank you that you send your Holy Spirit to teach us and to guide us in your ways. I ask that this message, whatever is said, is of you, and that you guide my words so that they bring you glory. Please use me 
as a tool in your hand. And I ask that this message falls on ears and changes changes the way people think about you. That they can see you better and know you better, Lord, and that they want to do that. Amen. Psalm 1. This is the NIV version. Blessed are those who do not walk in step with the wicked, or stand in the way that sinners take, or sit in the company of mockers, but who delight in the law of the Lord and meditate on his law day and night. They are like a tree planted by streams of water, which yield its fruit in season, and whose leaf does not wither. Whatever they do prospers. Not so the wicked. They are like chaff that the wind blows away. Therefore, the wicked will not stand in the judgment, nor the sinners in the assembly of the righteous. For the Lord watches over the way of the righteous, but the way of the wicked will be destroyed. That's the word of the Lord. So, I don't know about you, but I find that the Psalms use a lot of language that sometimes makes them feel like they're unrelatable. Wicked, righteous enemies. And sometimes when you're thinking about that, you just say, well, that must have been back in David's time, but this doesn't pertain to me and my life right now and right here. But I'm hoping that today we'll see that we can read through the Bible and use it in our lives right here and right now. So, Righteousness. What that translates to is that righteousness is following God's way. Righteousness is following God's way by seeking and being in his presence. While wickedness is turning away from God's presence. Coming up with our own definitions of what is good. So if you read that first part, you could read it as, Blessed are those who don't walk in the way of the wicked, but instead seek God's presence. Now, how do we do that? Well, the next part it says, But whose delight is in the law of the Lord, and who meditates on his law day and night. So, how do you delight in the law of the Lord? What is the law of the Lord? Let's start with that. In David's time, the first five books of the Bible also called the Torah, would have been the law. And there were 613 rules that the Israelites were um, told to follow to set them apart from the other nations, to set them apart as God's people. There were rules and there were rituals. And if you followed those, you could get back into God's presence. Now, as when Jesus was walking on this earth, the Pharisees, um, I think it was in, it's in Mark, I think. Mark, uh, I have it written down somewhere. Mark 7. The Pharisees were talking um, and asking Jesus why his disciples refused or didn't 
wash their hands in the, the sacrificial or um, sacred way that they had to do in, before they could eat their food. There was a rule that, they, that um, if you're Jewish, you had to follow or else you're unclean and you shouldn't be eating that food. And Jesus' response to them was pretty harsh. He called them out and he said, this is uh, Mark 7 verse 8, You have let go of the commandments of God and are holding on to human traditions. So you've let go of the commandments of God and are holding on to human traditions. So obviously we don't have to just follow 613 rules to delight in the law of the Lord. As you read the Bible from start to finish, however you read it, you have, you have to read the whole thing at some point. Please do at some point. Part God's character will be revealed to you. The way he is fully will be revealed so that we're not, um, so that we get to know who God is. We can't just follow a bunch of human rules, but there's more to it. So if it says you have let go of the commandments of God and are holding on to the human traditions, what does that mean? What are God's commandments? Pharisees and teachers of the law, they asked Jesus, and I like it in Matthew. So Matthew twenty-two thirty-seven, they said, what is the greatest commandment? Jesus said, and you guys all know this, love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. And the second is like it. Love your neighbor as yourself. And then he proceeds to say, all the law and the prophets hang on these two commandments. So we are called to delight in the law of the Lord. What is his commandments? To love God first and to love others as we want to be, as we should <laughs> Love your neighbor as yourself. Love others as we want to be loved. Um, now, Jesus did say, like, I, like, don't get him wrong. He didn't say, I have not come to abolish the law. but have to come for, to fulfill it. So, God, so Jesus, actually, he, fully human, fully God, he always followed what God's will was, what God's plan was. Not Jesus' plan, not, like, how many times do I my personal self, try to do things on my own with, with, with my own strength or my own will or whatever it is. But Jesus actually just followed God's will. Whatever God wanted him to do, he did. And he loved others. He, he died for us so that we could be reunited with him, with God. And that's amazing. And as we read the Bible, delight in the law, we will get to know more and more what that means for our lives. And then the psalm continues to go on. It says, That person is like a tree planted by streams of water, which yields its fruit in season. Now this is the part that I really like. I like it all. This is one of the one of my favorites. It's it's Picture that God is the input. He is the, the water that is filling our lives with his presence. It, we, we need God. to We need him to do anything. 
We, we can't just love God fully on our own. We can't love our neighbors as ourselves on our own, but we need God's like sustaining presence and, and word to live by to get to there. And the way we do that is we need to be rooted in right by the stream, not far away and looking in at, at, these rooted trees or these people that are following God and saying, wow, like I'm part of this because they're following God or they, they know, but it's each one of us has to, has to choose to root ourselves and to take our sustainment and our, and our, yeah, our sustainment from, from God to, to seek his presence and to do his will. And if we do that, we'll yield it says, which yields its fruit in season. So we'll yield fruit. Now, I'm guilty of thinking that I, 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 I might see how somebody else prays or I might, I might try to solve problems on my, on my own, on my own time. And I like that it says, which yields its fruit in season or in time will yield fruit. And it, it, we're, it's basically saying that we have to trust in God's timing. We, we have to take the time to root ourselves in, to delight in the law, to get to know God, to know his character, to see how that, to, to choose to form our, our lives that he is first and that we're constantly submitting to his will. And as we do that, the fruit will come. It'll, it'll like Jesus said, if you abide in me, the fruit will come. John, I think it's John 15. Please look that up because I, I, yeah. Anyways, John 15. If you abide in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. And I, I love that. I remember we were praying one time and I was really, I don't know what was going on in my life at the, at, the, at the time, but I was trying to solve problems using my own strength. And Ange just blew me away. And, and it's neat how someone will share something and they don't, they don't know what's going on in your life, but it, it hits you right where you need to be. And, and she was talking about how when we are part of the vine, we're not trying super hard. We don't have to try super hard to, to bear fruit. It actually will just come. So as we, we plant, root ourselves in God and in his presence, that will come. But, but it, it doesn't come like it. It also, we have to grow in our, in our knowledge of who he is and in our, in our submission to him before that does come. And whose leaf does not wither, whatever they do prospers. Now, that doesn't mean that whatever we do now, we're going to be, we're, there's not going to be any sort of issues for us. Everything good is going to happen and no bad things are ever going to happen to us again because we're abiding, we're delighting in the law. No, what it's saying is that God's giving us the tools we need to deal with what we're given. He doesn't, he never gives us too much. He always gives us, he's, he's always there for us and he always gives us 
the tools that we need to deal with whatever issues that we're dealing with. And while we do that, people will see that, that, that we and you and I are living in a different way, that it's a way in, in Jesus, but they'll, they'll, they'll see that your attitude is different and the way you live and the way you treat others is all different. And they'll see that that, even though it's hard work, it's totally worth it. And I hope you pray into that this week. That you continue to live in in his way. And that you're in the way you live your life reflects Jesus. And so that others do see that. And it says, not so the wicked. They are like chaff that the wind blows away. Therefore, the wicked will not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the assembly of the righteous. For the Lord watches over the way of the righteous, but the way of the wicked leads to destruction. Not so the wicked. So, if God's presence is the constant ever-flowing stream that has sustained the world for all time, then our idols are the chaff, which are unsustaining and blowing away to be constantly replaced. False idols change with time and culture, but God remains constant. I just think about that, that you read in the Bible and he says, I am the same yesterday, today, and forever. But what takes us away from following Jesus? What takes our, where in Matthew 6, 21, it says, where your treasure is, your heart will be also. So what we treasure in our lives changes. It changes from when you're a kid to a teenager, to an adult, to, a, to um, from right here in 2021 to two years ago, pre-COVID, to 6,000 years ago, whatever it is, those all change. That Those things that take us away from uh, following God's will in his way. But he doesn't change. He's ever-present. I just want you to think about that and also pray into that this week. That pretty much sums up what I've been thinking about while I read Psalm 1. And I want to leave you with one challenge. And the challenge is, is that you pray. That you take time to listen to God. You take time to reflect on what's going well with your walk with Him. And and maybe ask God to open up or make clear where you need to let him in. It's, it's challenging to do, and we all need to do it. But I think prayer is one of the most important things that is often overlooked. So this week I just... I ask you to pray, spend time talking to God, listening to God on your own. And if you want to join on Sunday morning 
or uh, Monday night in uh, corporate prayer, communal prayer. We have that as well. And that's so, so um, good to listen and, and to pray together and to, and to get into God's presence through that. I hope you guys have a, a good week. And I'm going to pray and I'll let you go. God, we love you. We want to know you. We want to follow you. I ask that you be with us as we live our lives right here and right now. That we learn to be more like you, Jesus. Please bless us in this week. Please speak to us. Amen. See you guys later.